an apostle by calling, and a prophetic voice, reaching you with messages of edification, transformation, and spiritual empowerment. The voice you are about to listen to next is the voice of Apostle Promise Adiemi. Sit back, relax, and prepare your spirit as he brings to you the spirit and life in the Word of God. Can I announce that somebody is no longer in the grave? Uh-oh, uh-oh, are, are you in the building? I said, can I announce that somebody is no longer in the grave? I said, can I announce to somebody your God is no longer in the grave? Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. That's the wrong neighbor. Look for somebody who's got the Holy Ghost. Come on, your neighbor. My God is alive. Listen. And because God is alive, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Because God is alive, nothing can die in my hands. I wish I can talk to somebody. I said, because God is alive. I don't know what kind of God you serving, but I serve a living God. I don't serve a dead God. I serve a mighty God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Who am I talking to here? And because he's alive, nothing dies in my hand. Shout nothing. It seems like he's dead, but I'm telling you, just like your daddy came out of the grave, when the naysayers started dancing, uh, the haters started jubilating, thinking he's all over. The Bible says on the third day, Ayama Shada, on the third day. He came out of the grave. I said, he came out of the grave. Nothing can hold you down. Come on, shout, I'm on the way up. Because nothing can hold me. I'm all the way up. I'm sitting far above principalities and powers. That's why I can't now be dialoguing with demons having conversation with devil am I talking to somebody here you are seated far above principalities far above powers far above demonic activities do you know the God you're serving do you know how good your God is do you know how powerful your God is? Come on, look at your neighbors and neighbor. I'm telling you, you need to take your bag and move away from that sister. She ain't got the Holy Ghost. Lord, help me. Come on, look at your neighbors and neighbor. Do you have the Holy Ghost? 
Or do I need to change my state? I don't want you to kill the grace of God on my life this morning. The glory can rub off on you. The glory can rest on you. I, I want to drop something in your spirit that the Holy Ghost dropped in my spirit about 4 a.m. this morning. By the way, God has prepared a major, I call him a major terror. Is a major terror. And we are so glad that he is the first prophet to come in this house. With Jesus' joy, can you all stand up? Just let me celebrate him for now. Pastor Amos Fentwell, all the way from Nigeria with his beautiful wife. Can you help me celebrate him? your covenant seat. I want to say stuff to you guys quickly before I bring the man of God. Woo. Anybody hungry? No? Okay. Okay. Hold on. We got to make this clear. Somebody's already asking, hey pastor, you got some fries? So you got some polone. You come down now. I'm talking about spiritual food now. Anybody hungry? Just before you start asking me what you're serving, what you're serving. We got buffet here today. It's the Holy Ghost buffet. Hear this. This is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. 4 a.m. this morning. I love that. He said, you're paying attention. So you better talk to me. Like, what did he say to you? He said, I want to hear it. The Holy Ghost said to me. He said, put your thoughts in the right place. Let me tell you what the Holy Ghost is trying to tell the church. He said, most people, they are not thinking right. And he said, and they are in my house. They are praying, but not thinking right. You know, you can be saying something out of your mouth, and another stuff is going on in your mind. That's why somebody can just say, I am healed. But in the mind, he's telling himself, I got diabetes, I'm crazy. I'm dying. I'm going to die. But the mouth is saying, I'm healed. So don't be deceived by this confession stuff that we do in the church. Because many people are confessing what they don't believe. It is dangerous. So that's why I always say to you guys, please do not speak until you're ready. Because you will have whatever you say. Whatever. So he said to me, he said, son, I want you to think right. I want you to think right. Because I'm about to do some stuff in your life. I need you to think right. 
don't you ever settle for where you are. And don't allow people who are praising you lock you down to a place. They can easily tell you, wow, the Lord has done it. And God is trying to move you. Everything that God made, he thought about it first. In fact, before the first conversation about you and I, he thought about it. And then that thought took him to another level, which is called planning. Because after the thought, you must plan. And after planning, you must take action. Okay, he thought about it. What is it going to look like if I make people in my image, after my likeness. And the Bible says, then he called, he didn't, he didn't call the angels, these three personalities, the Trinity, let us, that was a conversation, that was a conversation, let us, that was a meeting, let us make money in our own image, that's planning. But it is dangerous to bring people into your meeting who don't understand what you're trying to communicate? We bring a whole lot of people. I, I'd rather have two people around me that will carry me. I'm supposed to have 200 with me that will run away. When I called my leaders that we're going to get this building. I was waiting for somebody whose faith is not strong enough to kick the person out of the room. <laughs> Who is that person? Because it's very, it, it can only take one, one word from a negative person to mess up the whole plan. One word from somebody who don't have the Holy Ghost. One word from somebody who does not have foresight. Say, I'm just advising you. We don't need advice from somebody who don't have the Holy Ghost. We don't need your experiences if you don't have the Holy Ghost. Because experience is not the greatest teacher. It is the Holy Ghost. Experience is... Daddy said experience is expensive. Waste your resources. Experience is expensive. <laughs> so it's imperative for you to be intentional. And this is what God is telling me in this season. Sister, be intentional with your relationships. Don't just accept everybody just because they, they, they're loving on you today. Investigate before you invest. Don't invest in people that will stab you. Jesus knew Judas before he was formed. So his investment on him was limited. He knew he would not. 
the investment was limited. But he saw Peter. John said, this ones, even though they might just mess up a bit, but they will come back home. So I'm going to invest more into them. God investing on you does not mean you will not fall, that you will not fail, that you will always come back. You will always come back because no one is perfect. But there are people that the devil has anointed. Think right. Plan well. Think right. Plan well. Take action. If you don't remember anything I've been teaching since Friday, remember this. Think right. Plan well. Take action. What is the worst thing that can happen? What is God telling you to do and it seems so big and you're scared of? Everything God made, he thought about it. He planned about it. And then he spoke and everything came to fruition. Who told you that when you open your mouth, God will not honor your word? I'm challenging you, every one of you here in this building. I want you to go home thinking big. There's an investment on your life. Don't waste it. Jesus didn't just go to the cross just for you to make heaven. Because if that's the old deal, he would have left us there. There's something about you here that you must become. There's something about this place that you must take ownership of. And God is waiting on you to take action. Are you going to take action? Are you recording me? Oh, I feel like a superstar now. She's recording me. Say amen. Are you ready for the word? Are you ready for the word? I'm going to sing one of my favorite songs. And then I will bring the, the general up. Kwame, please bring me up on the monitor. And if you can, give me some juice, right? Make me, make me sing well and sound well. You are good. You are kind. You are more than this. I'm lost for words. Trying to describe. Elohim, Elion, Alishelewi. Greatness is all I. Hey. There is nothing you cannot do. There's no mountain you cannot move. If you have said it, then you will do it. You've got a track record of keeping your word. 
You're not about to stop doing it We're going to stay there. Listen, so when I said, Ale Shelewi, um, Pastor, what is Ale Shelewi? The one that speaks and performs. Your God is a performer. So when you hear me say, Ale Shelewi, that's all I'm saying. All right, what is another Yoruba word there? The God of the universe, you are mighty. The God. So when you hear me say, All I'm saying is the God of the universe, you are mighty. Is your God mighty? Woo! Is your God mighty? You are good, you are kind, you are modern these lost for words, trying to describe you. Elohim, Elion, Alishelewi. Thank you, Kwame. Greatness is all ours. Hey, there is nothing you can. Your word, you're not about to stop doing it now. Oh, all you are mighty, oh. All our fire said you are mighty, oh. All our fire, oh, you are. your mind to receive. Are you ready to receive? When Mary went to Jesus and said to Jesus, there is no wine. Jesus said, my time has not come to do anything. But the mother of Jesus walked away from Jesus, went to his disciples and said to them, Whatsoever 
He tells you to do. Do it. If the man of God says to stand, please, if you can, stand up. And if you don't, if you feel like you can't stand up because you're sick, call on me. I'm going to pray for you. That's why I'm in the building. I represent Jesus. You're going to walk. If the man of God says to run, just run. If it says to jump, jump. If it says to stand, stand. There is a grace, a prophetic grace that is upon this man of God. And I, I don't want anybody to miss it. Pay attention. Open your heart. There is a word in his mouth for you. It might not be everything he's saying, but make sure you get something. Most especially, sir, I brought you here to pray over everyone. Because I believe of the grace of God on your life. Whatever that came in this building with you today will not go back with you. Please, with Jesus' joy, can we celebrate the man of God? Pastor Amos Fenwa all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. Give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. Shall be seated. Praise God. This is my first time coming to this church. And I was told we just moved in here about a few days ago. I'm privileged to be here. Amen. And I want to salute the man of God and the wife of great work they are doing here. Can we appreciate Apostle and Mama? Great work, great work, great work. Apostle Promise has been a blessing at church. There were two times, I believe. And it was wonderful, it was great. Can we appreciate them once again? Great work. Great work. This is my third time in California. I've only been coming for training. We were in maybe Anniem for a training. Anniem. Anniem. Okay. Permit the way I say it. <laughs> Praise God. And this is my first time of coming to preach in California. Amen. And I'm very happy to be here. I came in with my wife yesterday night. Can we appreciate her? We've been married for only 31 years. By July 7th, it's going to be 32 years we've been married together. Praise God. And we've been doing ministry together for this. I've been ministry for 35 years full time. And since he joined me, we'll be doing ministry together, and it's been wonderful. Amen. We have three children, and three of them live in America. They are doing great. Amen. And ministry-wise, God has been blessing us a lot. And I believe coming here this night is going to change your life to a new level. Amen. Let me appreciate Pastor I.K., was it? Can we appreciate him? Amen. I've known him for some time. He's been a 
blessing to our ministry every time. Can we appreciate him once again? Wonderful. Let me also appreciate my son here, Bishop Zon, Pastor Shem. Amen. Praise God. Pastor Shem has been in our life for a long time. He has actually lived with me sometimes in, the, in Nigeria, but he's doing great. You in Dallas now, eh? am I right? Praise God. I don't know if you are happy to be here tonight. Just wave your hand to Jesus. I believe God for great things he's doing. I believe this is going to be your best Easter program in the name of Jesus. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, wonderful and glory divine. Ends of salvation, of his washing his blood. This is my story. This is my story. This is my song. Praise my Savior. Praise my Savior. Oh, Daddy, I feel it. This is my story. This is my song. Praise my Savior. Oh, Daddy. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior. All that they love. This is my story. This is my song. you want from the presence of God today. Lift up your hand wherever you are. If you can stand up, please stand up. I want to speak to God tonight, to this morning, this afternoon. Say, Lord, touch me in a special way in this service. Touch my life in a special way. Open your mind and just declare. Touch me in a special way today. Rebo Sade. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Rebobobo Shindakai. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Father. Shall be seated. Praise God. The Lord gave me a word when I was praying for this meeting. And that word say, I'm stepping into my new season. Come and say, I'm stepping to my new season. Who is stepping to your new season? Who is that person? Come and say, me, I'm stepping to my new season. It's a prophetic word for somebody. 
I don't know how long you have been waiting, but this is your day. You are stepping to your new season. Come on, say, I'm stepping into my new season. Say it as if you mean it. Say it as if you mean it. And ask your neighbor, say, I am stepping into my new season. I am stepping into my new season. We are celebrating this start today because Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. And not only that he died, he resurrected. His death certificate gives you the birth certificate to the kingdom. Because he died, you have life. Amen. And not only that he died, he resurrected. He gave power. He collected power from death. The enemy of every mortal man. And that is why I know that because of Easter, a new season has opened for you. Your amen is weak. Your amen is weak. Your amen is weak. Which means death has no more power over you. Amen. One of the sisters of death is sickness. Sickness has no power over you. Disease has no power over you. Because Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. And that's what we are celebrating year after year. You see, the foundation of faith of Christianity is that the founder of our Christianity is not a late man, is alive. Are you with me? Muhammad died, but he's still dead. He's a late Muhammad. Am I right? Are you with me? Buddha died, but he's late. Amen? My father died in 1993. He's a late Pastor James. But Jesus, Jesus is alive! Come on, say it's alive. So, our faith is in the resurrection Christ. Amen. Which means everything around you that has died is coming alive. Your business is coming alive. Your relationship is coming alive. Oh my God. And because of that, we can step into a new season. You see, my assignment in this house is that we are stepping to a new season. I have come to declare over somebody that you are stepping to a new season. I don't know what you've been through, but it's a new season for you. Open your Bible to Daniel chapter 2. I'd like to read some scripture to Daniel 2, 20 and 21. The book of Daniel 2, 20 and 21. You know, God was revealing things to Daniel. He was showing him who he is. He said, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might that is. And he changed the times and season. He removed kings and set up all kings. He gave wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have no understanding. Amen. God said, I should let somebody know today that your season is changing. God is moving into a new season. It's a new season for you. Come and say, I receive it. You know, God designed this world with season. Now, in this part of the world, I think you have our four seasons. Am I right? But where I come from, we have only two seasons. Raining season and the earth season. But here you have many seasons. But whether it's four seasons or two seasons, God designed this planet with season. And he designed our life with season. 
We have different seasons of life. There are seasons in your life where things are difficult. You can't even spend $50 easily. It's a season. But somebody is moving to a new season. Your amen is weak. I said you are moving to a new season. Let me let you know that as your life is a season, God appoints your season with your cooperation. He appoints it. God can say, well, now I'm moving you from lack into prosperity. Amen? I'm moving you from a single person to a married person. I'm moving you from ordinary married person to a, a husband, a wife, a father. But he appoints those seasons by your cooperation. You need to agree with him. Are you with me? You need to be ready for him. So God says to let you know that he's changing your season. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for a new season? Are you ready for a new season? So God appoints our season with our cooperation. It's important to cooperate with God. It's important to know that God is appointing a new season for you with your cooperation. You see, when, you, when God brought you to this planet, he has already designed your life and he hand over your life to you. That is, if, you, if you're in the real estate, you know what I call freehold. Come as a freehold. Come as a leasehold. Come as a freehold. Come as a leasehold. Now, you can have a property that is leasehold for five years, for 50 years, but it's a leasehold. Amen? So I bought a property and I, 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 I redesigned the property into rooms, into flat, and I gave it to people. I said, manage it for me. That's a leasehold. They are, they, are, they are leasing the place. That's the way God designed our life. Some of you have given your life for 90 years. You are in charge of your life. For 70 years, you are in charge of your life. For 100 years, you are in charge of your life. A lot of time we want to call back God to come and supervise our life. No, your life is in your hands. Are you with me? Me and my wife, we have three children together because we decided to have three. We can have seven. Are you with me? She can give birth. Praise God. It's our decision. I don't know how many children you have, but it's your decision. It's not God. It's you. Because your life is in your hands. Are you with me? God cannot come down. Are you with me? To determine your season. He appointed those season, but he gave it to you. Are you with me? You determine what you like with your life. Amen. If you are going to be poor, it's in your hands. Amen. He has given you all power to be rich. But you can decide, I don't want to be rich. Amen. It's important to know there are things in our hands that determine our season. Abraham and Sarah, they have been believing God for fruit of the womb for years. Prophecy has been coming for years. But no prophecy came to fulfillment. Until the angel visited them. And when the angel were coming, Abraham said, today, you are not going to pass. You will eat in my house. After they have eaten, they now say, by this time, next year. That season changed because they wanted to change. Are you, rich? are you ready with me? That sickness in your body will disappear if you are ready for it. Are you ready to let it go? 
That business will come to pass if you are ready for it. So if your season is changing, you need to cooperate with God. Are you with me? You need to cooperate with God. You need to work with God. Amen. You know, 1 Corinthians 3, the Bible says, Apollo planted, Paul, Apollo planted, Paul, water, and God gave what? Now, God will not come and give increase. They need to do something first. Are you with me? So many years ago, I used to think God would do everything for me. I came from a background that we believe in prayer a lot. We fast, we pray. You pray a lot. And I was thinking God will come down and do things. But God told me, no, your life is in your hands. It's a least old. I lease your life to you. If I have a property and I give it to somebody and somebody's living inside it, I can't just go any day and say, I want to see the property. I need to ask for permission. I want to come and inspect my property. Can I check which day will be suited for you to come? Amen? I can't just say it's my own. God is, your, is the owner of you, but he cannot just come into your life. You must invite him. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open. So your life, the change of your season is also in your hands. Who is ready for a change of season? Who is ready for a change of season? It's important to know. You see, miracle, testimony happen in this season. And God says, I should let this, you know as a church that this is your season. Amen. Amen. It's your season of planting churches. It's your season. Amen. And God is going to move in to do so many things. He's going to use people when you are ready. Exactly what you did, we just did, you know. We moved from where we used to be. Our church used to be in a place, the headquarters, and we moved to a new place during the pandemic. Amen. Now, we've been on it before the pandemic. We wanted to buy that property as a lot of money. But God was speaking to me, if you miss this chance, my hand no day. Praise God. Permit that English. Praise God. And, and, and you know, I started moving. When it was, pandemic was over in the month of September when the church started. I called the agent and we started working on it. Few people were around me. They said, Pastor, this pandemic, this is not the best time. But I know if I don't move, God will not move. Amen. And I moved. The story has changed. Hear me now, hear me well. By the reason of today's service, you are entering a new season. I say you are entering a new season. Come and say, I'm entering a new season. I am entering a new season. You know, you can delay your season by your lifestyle. If you are not living holy, you can delay your season. Are you with me? If you are not praying, you can delay your season. Are you with me? If you are not, if you don't have a foresight, you know there are, there are people that have missed their season in life. Amen? You know, getting married in life has a season. 
Making money life has a season. Are you with me? I think breakthrough is breakthrough when it happens at the right season. Are you with me? If you are 75 and you just built a new house, how will you enjoy it? Time is moving. It's your season. Come and say it's my season. So let me hear you. The Bible says, live with the wife of your youth. Who should you marry when you are still youthful? Are you with me? That's season. People miss their season. And I don't wish watching online right now. If you have missed your season, this is the time. Anything can happen now. God can redeem your time. God can redeem your time. I say, God can redeem your time. Amen. How do you activate my season? How? I'm going to tell you five things to do. Are you ready for me? Praise God. I want you to have understanding before we go into prayer. Amen. One of the assignments of a prophet is to move people to a new season. Amen. A lot of time when God gives prophecy, it doesn't give you time. Because they don't use time in heaven. We use time here. Are you with me? So, it's me that will tell you, next year, things is going to happen for you. Amen? And you will see it will happen. Praise God. Believe your God, you shall be established. Believe your prophet, you will prosper. So, your prosperity is not in the hand of God, it's in the hand of your prophet. I've come to speak over somebody today. You are moving to a new season. Come on, say, I'm moving. Come on, say, I'm moving. You must understand that you must, you must not love where you are. You must, not, you must not be satisfied with your present condition. Are you with me? Contentment is made from complacency. Are you with me? I'm content where I am, but I'm not going to stay here forever. Amen. I need a change. Who need a change here? Amen. I need a change. Come and say, I need a change. Years back, I've been coming to U.S. for 21 years. My first time in U.S. was September 4, 2001. Seven days I entered U.S. was when there was 9-11 for the first time, 21 years ago. Praise God. When I used to come in those days to get tickets called economy, is it trouble? How many of you know what is Economy. No, you may not understand it because some of you fly only one hour, two hour. But if you fly 11 hours in the economy, your leg will be like this. So when I see people in the business class, I say, wow. One time a pastor was in the business class, I said, Man of God, come on, let's talk. And I was in the business. I was in the economy. And he brought me to the business class to sit with him. I said, wow. Praise God. But everything has season. Everything has what? One day, a member of my church was traveling to London by Virgin Atlantic. It was a time place was crashing in Nigeria at that time. So everybody's afraid to fly. And he called me and said, Pastor, we are traveling. Me and my husband, we are traveling to UK. I want us to pray for you. And I pray with them. I said, I'm also traveling. Say, which day? The same day. 
He said, which, which cabin are you going to be? I said, economy. He said, why? No, 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 no. He said, I'm going to upgrade your ticket. Amen. Praise God. He called my PA to come. And he came with this big cash. And I look at the money. I said, to just enter this. This is a lot of money. Church need this money. We, you know, do you know how pastor think about church? We bring church more than we think about ourselves. Amen. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I'm using that lady to let you know that you are moving to a new level. Amen. And to God we did the glory. We, I was in the first time in the business class, upper class, what you call it. In fact, when I was checking in, it was different. I noticed all my load, they didn't even care. You just bring more. I said, what? Praise God. The food is different. If you sleep in the economy, you're on your own. But this one, before the flight was already moving, the lady came, took order. Would you like to eat now or you want to sleep a little bit? I said, wow. This is a new season. Ah, somebody, you are moving to a new season. We are, you will not lack anything. Amen. Who is ready for a new season? Come and say, I'm ready. Let me put five things in your hand to change your season. It's in your hand if you are ready. You know, God does not come down. He has willed your life to you. Don't forget free old and least old. Come and say least old. Come and say free old. So my life is in my hand. He has leased my life to me. I can determine what I want to do with it. Amen? If I want to be rich, it's in my hands. Amen? If I want to go back to school and build my capacity to make more money, it's in my hands. I can be lazy and be sitting down. Just paying bills. If I want to do business, it's in my hands. If I want to get married, it's in what? If I want a good marriage, it's in my hands. Because God never good anybody good marriage. He only give you marriage. You work it out. What do you do? You endure some things. Are you with me? You close your eyes to some things. You close your ear to some things. Praise God. Are you with me? Nobody has, no good marriage doesn't just come. You must learn the day you will endure. There are days both of you will look at each other, you don't like talking to each other. It happens in marriage. Amen. Come on, say it's in my hands. Thank you. Thank you, I'm sweating. I've not been sweating for some time. Praise God. This is a miracle here. Amen. Because where I'm coming from is very cold. <laughs> Amen. Let's look at some five things to do to change us. Number one, set goals. What does it? Has a plan goals. What do we want to achieve? 22 players are playing and they are targeting something. Am I right? Set goals. What is your goal for this year? Amen. I remember when our church was to move, I said by March we are moving. Then we just closed the place by, by September. And we need to do a major renovation. Come and say major. A major renovation. Even the building committee, I said, they said, Pastor, it is not possible. I said, no impossibility in my diary. It's going to happen. 
Amen? I was announcing to church, we are moving by March. I was announced, when it remained three weeks, the head of the committee for the, for the renovation came and said, Pastor, is there any way we can move the convention? I said, we can't. We will enter there. And we enter there. Go. Come and say go. Set goals. That before the end of this year, I want to make a million dollars. Who is that business person that is saying that? He said, go. And God can make it work. If you are ready. Come and say, I'm ready. Set goals. Has a goal for your life. Amen? When I went to Bible school about 30 something years ago, this Bible school came from Sacramento, California here. And they have a branch in Nigeria, in the east. I heard of America first when I went to the Bible school. And I saw the way they treat me. I said, when I get married, when I have children, they will school in America. I was in my 20s then. I was young, but I already had that goal. Amen? So I told my wife when we got married, we're not going to have a lot of children. Praise God. In fact, I planned that we'll have two, but we have three. You know, God can surpass your expectation. <laughs> Praise God. Come and say, God is God. Amen. Set goals. Set goals. That's the first thing. Then where's the set goals? Number two, be a worshiper. Be what? Make sure you and God are always together, worshiping him at all times. Worship is not only in church. It's in your lifestyle. Amen? Every time, everything you have, use it to worship him. Worship is not singing. It is anything we do to glorify God. Come and say anything. So be a worshiper. Always know that you are a worshiper at all times. It changes the level you are in life. It connects you to another realm. Amen? You see, it makes you to be able to run with the spirit, not with the soul only. With the spirit. You are always in the spirit. Amen? Number one, set goals. What's number two? Be a worshiper. Number two, live a life of fasting and prayer. A life of what? Don't fast only when there is trouble. Don't pray only when you need God. Don't treat God like an ATM. Are you with me? Always live like I'm, I'm living in fasting and prayer. I'm always praying. You don't pray because you have a need. Amen. The Bible said in Luke 18, was a man ought to pray and not faint. So if you find that you are a human being, you ought to pray. Not that when you have issues. You know some people pray only when they have problems. Amen. So they treat God. God, I need you now. No, you need him every time. The son that does say, I need thee every hour. Live a life of fasting and prayer. A life of what? Live, a, live that life, a lifestyle where you're always calling God at all times. Amen. Without me, you can do nothing. That's what God said. You need him. Number four, are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Soul sacrificially, be a sower, be a giver. Be what? Be what? A giver. You see, 
A lot of times, people don't understand what giving means. They just think they give because the pastor says you should give. You give to show God that where I'm going, I, I trust you to take me there. Amen. What brought me to this plan, to this level in life is giving. Come and say giving. Come and say giving. Come and say giving. And when I talk about giving, I mean sacrificial giving. Things that are not convenient. Amen. You know, Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. He's a sacrificial death. Am I right? He sacrificed for man so that the whole world will be calling Jesus today. Amen. So, I remember when we need the property I was talking about, we are here now, there now. You may not understand that property until you are there because it's, a, it's at the main place in the city where we live. Before people don't know our church, you have to explain and explain and explain. Praise God. You know, when the church is off, 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 it's a problem. But today, we are on the main road. You don't even need to be told. Your pastor say, ah, which church is that? Praise God. I mean, as, a, as an American, somebody comes and say, ah, I, I just passed that place. I saw your church. I say, that's the place. Amen. When I was believing God for that church, I was praying, and the Lord said to me, go and sow a seed. Amen. To man of God that is higher. And you see, that property, redeemed Christian church of God, I used part of it before. It's so big that more than five churches were there. So I, I, I said, go, I, I will go and meet pastor here at the boy. Amen. Some of you may not know him, but a lot of people know him. Amen. It's a big pastor in Nigeria, all over the world. And you know, to see him was not easy. And I prayed, I said, God, let me be able to see this man. And suddenly, the man that always played trumpet for him, or this saxophone, came to our church that Sunday. Just came to see somebody. And I said, Pastor Kule, I need to see Papa. And I've known the man, Pastor Kule, for years. He said, man of God, I'm going to work it out this week. And that week I saw Papa. Praise God. And I, when I went met him, the PA told me that you have seven minutes. Praise God. How many minutes? And I told him, he said, what do you want? I said, there is a property. I want our church to take, to take over. We don't have the resources for it, but I don't know how it's going to happen. And I dropped a seed. He didn't ask me for it, but I know I need it to get to a new level. Amen. I dropped that seed. It was very sacrificial. And the man spoke. He said, I release that property to you. Amen. Guess what happened? That afternoon, we got back from the camp and I, I was sleeping. I was on the chair. And I had a dream. I saw the president of my country in the dream. The president of my country just came in. And called me, he said, in the dream, he said, that property you want, I will tell the minister of works to allocate it to you. I said, wow. Praise God. Seed. Come and say seed. Learn to sow sacrificially. I don't know about you. Anything I want to go to do that is beyond my power, I sow into it. Amen. And God always honors seed. Amen. You know, two kings were fighting one time. Israelites was fighting with the king of Moab. And the man discovered that he wasn't winning the battle. 
He sacrificed the first child. And suddenly the battle turned against the Israelites. I speak over your life. Your season is changing. Come and say, my season is changing. She let me hear you. The last one before I pray. Are you still with me? If you are with me, shout hallelujah. Obey divine instruction. You know, one of the things God will do for you is to tell you what to do. He will speak to you. He will tell you what to do. Obey instruction. You see, instruction that you obey will take you to a new level. Sometimes Holy Spirit will drop something in your heart and say, do this. Do this. This is the next thing to do. And you just see things working for you. Praise God. You know, there are, there, are, there are people God has appointed over your life. I call them appointed agent of God. Amen? The moment you begin to honor the award, things start changing for you. Amen? You see, if you're a believer, you must have somebody who speak into your life. You must have somebody who speak into your life. Amen? It could be your pastor. It could be your pastors. It could be somebody who speak to your life. Anything you want to do, you allow them to. Because God needs the voice of people. Adam went to pray in the temple. Eli was even, and God had fighting that time. God said the voice of Eli to approve the baby. Amen. May you have a voice speaking over your life. Your amen is weak. You cannot validate your life by yourself. You cannot. Amen. Praise God. Who is ready for a next level, new season? Rush up on your face. Oh, thank you, Father. It's my new season. It's my new season. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what you are going through. God is saying it's a new season. I want to declare, say it's my new season. I am moving. I am stepping into my new season. Open your mouth and begin to declare. Rebo Shekai. Rabba Kesade. It's my new season. It's my new season. Yaba Kesade. Resade. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's my new season. Rebo What I cannot do before, I'm moving to a new season. I am moving to a new season. I'm moving to a new season. A new season of favor. Somebody speak to God this morning. It's a new season for me. A new season for me. In Jesus' name we pray. Come and say better, amen. In Hebrew 11, 11, the Bible says, by faith, Sarah received strength to conceive. By faith. Come and say by faith. What you don't have strength to do, today God will supply it. I say God will supply it. He said, by faith, Sarah received strength to conceive. Even though he has passed the age, but he judged God that is faithful. There's a strength coming for you. Say, Lord, I need strength to do what I cannot do before. I need strength. Lord, 
supply the strength. Open your word and declare. Rebo Shekai. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let the strength of God be released today. Rebo Shekai. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God is moving right now. Ask for strength. Ask for strength. Rebo Shekai. Rebo Shekai. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I receive strength today. Somebody pray today. Raba Kesa Dekai. Rebo Shekai. In Jesus' name we pray. Come and say better. Amen. Help is coming for you. Some of you need help to move to a new level, to enter that season. God is sending help today. God is sending help today. God is sending help today. Listen to this. When Jesus was carrying the cross, he got to his level, he was tired. And they captured a man called Simeon the Serene. The Bible said they compel him to help him. They compel him to help him. There are compelling help. Are you with me? God give people instruction to assist you. Amen. Say, say Lord, help from above to help my new season. Let it fall upon me today. Receive help. Somebody pray. Rebo Shekai. Rabba Kesade. Rebo Bobo Sheda. I call for help today. I call for help today. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Rebo Shekai. Yaba Kesade. Help, help, help. Help is here. Help is here. Happy share. Rebobobo Shenda. Rebobobo Shenda. Rabba Kesade. Yes, Lord. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glory. Glorify your name. Let it flow. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. In all the Father, we love you. Father, we love you. We worship and adore. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. In all the earth. Yes, Lord. Worship and adore. 
Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the earth. Glorify your name. Glorify your name. Glorify your name in all the Spirit, we love you. Spirit, we love you. We worship and adore. Glorify your name. Your name in all the earth. That's it. Glorify your name. I want to pray for everyone under the category of my voice today. Just place your hand on your forehead. I want to pray for you or put your hand on your chest. Rebo Shekai. As I'm praying, if God is giving a word and you know that word is for you, just obey. Rebo Shekai. Yaba Kesade. I speak over your life today. You are moving to a new season. You are changing your season. God is moving you to a new season. Your new season is changing. Receive it today. 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 God want me to pray for people that need the touch of God on their health. There's a particular woman this service this night, this afternoon. Listen to me. Since you had your last baby, your health has not been fully restored. You have been feeling pain in one part of your body since you have your last baby. God said today is going to heal you. It's going to restore wanting to be restored. If you're that person, you know what I'm talking about is you. Just find a way to platform. I want to pray for you. Since you had your last baby, you have not been fully restored. God wants to restore you. If you're that person, please come. To come to this platform. I want to pray for you. If you know you're the person you are talking about, God want me to pray for people in this service today. Rebo Shekai. Raba Kesade. If you need healing in your body, you want God to touch you. You want God to heal you. You want God to touch you. You want God to heal you. Wherever you are, just come. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Rebo Shekai. Rebo Shekai. I need our worship to continue. Thank you, man. Continue. I feel it. Your name in all the earth. Yes, Lord. Oh, 
We believe you've been greatly blessed by the message you have just heard. To hear more powerful sermons by Apostle Promise Adami, stay connected by liking his page on Facebook and on Instagram at Apostle Promise Adami. For more information, visit our website at www.apostlepromiseadami.com. Till next time, stay connected.